What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Russ the. F- <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> Yo, why are you laughing? I was like, fixing my shoulder when you started talking. <laughs> I told you I was about to start rolling. What is happening? Hold on. All right. It's amateur hour. It's not. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Russell the Fourth. Hey, everybody. It's me, Brandy. And it is Tuesday, which could only mean one thing. It means it is another episode of the What They Never Told Us podcast. What's up? We back. We back, man. <laughs> back in the building. Ooh, a little fade on the hand clap because I know it's too long for you, right? It is. Come on. Look at me <laughs> taking notes. <laughs> We're back. It is Tuesday. What's the date this airs? Do you know you can't think off the top of your head? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to try. It's Tuesday. It's That's Tuesday. All that <laughs> <laughs> Which means it's time for another episode. Once again, we're excited to be back. Um, something that's been resonating with me, okay? You said something the other day. Okay. It's sitting with me. Okay. I want to address it with you in front of our family right now. That's fine with me. Okay. So our lives be are about it. Be about it. <laughs> <laughs> so our lives are starting to meld together. Yes. Right? Um, we're spending a lot of time together. Yes. More time together than apart. Yes. Okay. Came over here the other day, took a shower. I was in a rush. Had to go somewhere. Took a shower. Mm. I was in such a rush. Oh, that's what you're doing. That in normal fashion. I left my drawers behind the bathroom door. Yeah. I don't remember what we were talking about, but you inferred that the sight of my you, drawers. You asked me behind if, your door. You asked me if it had hit me yet that we were about to get married. Uh huh. And how was I feeling? And I said, <laughs> it hit me when I sat down to go to the bathroom and I closed the door and <laughs> therein lied your draws. Yep. Yeah. You almost inferred as if you were like second guessing. Not second guessing, but like uh the reality seeing a man's draws. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot they do that. <laughs> you know what? First of all, that is, yeah, it happens. Okay. It's not mm-hmm. a consistent habit, mm-hmm. but in a hurry, it's bound to happen. This is the thought that I had. Mm-hmm. What are habitation habits yes. of mine mm-hmm. that drive you crazy? Well, I mean, I don't know if I have a full grasp of all the habitation habits. What are the things that you know? Let's start with the, the so, things that you notice today are the things that are going to drive you crazy tomorrow. Well, it's definitely the draws behind, <laughs> leaving your draws behind. It doesn't matter how many times it happens. It happens. <laughs> I don't want to see your big man draws un- behind the door when I close the okay, door. Okay. Right. Um, excuse me. Um, I'm trying to think. Ooh, oh, wait, wait, wait. On. No, no. There are some. I don't thought I that. got off easy. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, come on. Um, oh, my goodness. Not changing the toilet paper row is huge for me. And, like, <laughs> what you will do is leave the empty row on the hook set the new one and on set the, sink. the new one on the sink like and my my toilet paper roll just so y'all know i'm gonna clue y'all in is not one of the ones that you gotta like try to squeeze it and it's pop so it easy. in the right spot it's literally just a hook you just slide it off it's, it's really just, easy <laughs> slide it off and go. um so that's one we had a long discussion about putting the toilet seat down I won't give in. Um, it's Women's Day. The day we're recording is Women's Day, so I'm not going to fight this fight today in honor of the women here. Oh, uh, okay. But um, we'll we'll come back to that. Yeah. I'm not going to um, die on that hill. 
I, I think I think that's about it. That's all I really noticed right now is okay. just like just the little the little things that I'm like like it doesn't even make sense. Like why are you doing this? Mm. So that's okay. it. That's it. What about you? Um, it's your kitchen drawers. Yeah, they are a mess. The other day I was busting suds. It's there's no organization, and I'm not even organized. But the things that go together in the drawer for you don't make sense to me. And I can't, I, I think well, about it for a great deal during the so day. So let's be honest. There are all really only two usable drawers in hold my on. kitchen. <laughs> no, that's not true. Yes. Listen, yes. The other on. ones are junk drawers. How can everything be a junk drawer? <laughs> so listen, I go, so the other day I'm doing the dishes, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm putting up the dishes that are dried. I go into a drawer and there's flour, sugar and Tupperware. That's a that's a cabinet. That's not a drawer. Okay, cabinet. Whatever it is, that don't make sense. They shouldn't go together. Okay, well, okay, in another cabinet drawer, whatever it is, okay, there is maple syrup, a toaster, and cake pans. <laughs> there are no cake pans in that drawer. What's in that drawer? That's that's my like that's like my uh small electronic kitchen that how did maple syrup make the cut well there's also canned goods down there because i I don't have a lot of cupboard space <laughs> it so, drives no so me crazy. can you say this can you say this though it's not a me issue it's the space issue like it's it's a collection i i'm not gonna i'm gonna i'm not gonna shoot you that much bail okay yes you could benefit from more cabinets yes but the ones that you do have and you know what? Let me do this because I don't know how I would restructure it if I like exactly. if you told me that, OK, go and just do your thing. I don't know how I would, but I do know there are certain things that I would just put together, like the sugar and the uh-huh. flour would be in the same thing as the maple syrup and the canned goods. Uh, OK, because they just seem like they go. They're both in the food category, uh-huh. right? The the cabinet with the um This is we are spending way too much time. You're right, I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna let it go. But it's it's been in my spirit and I want oh, you to know it's it's the kitchen. When we when we get the new spot, uh-huh. you know, well I guess I'll just reserve my judgments. That's why I told you you need to build me a house so that I have the cupboard space and the cabinet space that I need to adequately fit the stuff that I have. So it's not an organizational thing, it's just you want you need more space because you got a lot of stuff. I mean, what you said about the flour and the sugar and the maple syrup that makes sense, but then that would be the only thing in that drawer. Okay, or so cabinet, whatever. Right, this little thing. I'm, this might be OCD, but maybe okay. I'm not the only one. In in the knife, spoon, mm-hmm. butter knife. Mm-hmm. Big spoons go together in one thing, and the little spoons go oh, together. No, It'd be a little right? spoon on top of a big spoon. That's like, a, and they don't even fall because you don't supposed to be a nice little fall. They like the same shape, so they fall together. Why you didn't even have no silverware at your house, so you can't. That's tell not me true. That is a lie. <laughs> you had all I kept them in the dishwasher because I never unloaded it. <laughs> and when they were dirty, I put them back in the dishwasher, washed it, and that's where they were at. I got one spoon around here somewhere. <laughs> I mean, like, first of all, I lived on plastic, so even though I had them, it was plastic forks, paper plates. Okay. I'm doing the dishes. This was, this was a terrible entry. It was a great intro conversation. I, our viewers said they like our personal stuff. Yeah, but that's like <laughs> <laughs> it's better than push the button. You wanted last to, time you ate them. You wanted to use this opportunity to nitpick me. Is that what you was trying to do? I thought I'd bring in some personal stuff. 
I I was curious to know what are the things I do that drive you crazy. Mm-hmm. And you didn't have anything for me, you know, except for my drawers. And I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> what you mean? Pick them up. I don't know if I could do that. There's something in men, like ingrained no, in our DNA. No. My daughter is in, uses this bathroom. Like I don't want her to walk in there and see your underwear bought up. Behind I gotta the see hers though. Yes, she's four. <laughs> I just feel like she's four. Why and she get to leave? Why she get to? Why she get to leave her drawers around? She's been to pick them up and put them around her head or something. <laughs> like you know her. Look, mommy. I I'm got dead. a helmet. It's a cape. Look, like, no, we're not doing that. Well, there's the there's these are the things that we're settling into the reality of us living together, right? You mm-hmm. know, like I'm pretty sure there's some preferences we have, you know what I mean, for what we would like our living situation to be. But the reality is, you know, there's it's gonna be different. You know what I mean? Well, I'm smoking this. <laughs> So obvious. <laughs> no, how they don't know to what me. we're talking about I, I want it to be obvious to you i'm like yeah you see what i'm doing here and for those of you guys who have no idea what i'm talking about i was smoking this segue into our subject for today <laughs> because what we're talking about is preferences versus reality right yeah so this came up um based off of a facebook conversation that i was having with someone who said that they had a list of um, preferences that they wanted in a partner and that they did not feel like they should settle. And we did, we weren't privy to the list, but as a person who had a list themselves, mm. um, did you just own me? Something's in my throat. I just <laughs> yeah, took a sip okay. of my drink. Anyways, <laughs> as a person who had a list themselves, like I was trying to kind of offer a different opinion as to you know when we when we list out every single thing that we want in a in a in a partner um it can become restrictive and then when someone who is really good or complimentary to us comes we're so focused on the list that we miss the opportunity to be with a really great person and or our list is based off all the things that we need in a broken state so like all these things that I'm saying I want, but don't serve me at all. But because I'm broken and damaged or unhealed or whatever, maybe mm. just stupid. Cause some people just make stupid decisions. Okay. <laughs> I've done that. Um, so I'm not pointing fingers, okay. but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You think you want these things. And then when you get them, it turns out it's not anything that serves you. See this, this subject is near and dear to your heart. Because as I recall how we started off the season with one of our most fire quotes, I think, ever on the podcast, um, one that particularly stuck with me, stuck to my ribs. Uh, I don't want to quote you correctly. So if I quoted you wrong, please correct me. But I'm pretty sure it's burned in my brain. Okay. I believe what you said was... Um, if Brandy at 30 had to paint a picture of the perfect man for her, I mean, her dream guy, I'm paraphrasing, dream guy, I mean, I'm going to be honest, it don't look like you. <laughs> I believe it was somewhere in the vicinity all, of that, right? It's pretty accurate. So let me ask you this. Yes. Only on your wildest dreams. Mm-hmm. Nothing of now this newfound love and appreciation you have for all of the things that are Russell. Yes. Purely on 30-year-old Brandy's dreams. What does he look like? First of all, can you handle that? Huh? Can you handle that? 
you finna marry me out like at this point you stuck. I don't know, but I'm saying it might be like a it might be like an ego thing. Are you gonna say he's got long flowing I don't hair? Know. <laughs> I don't say I know what I'm gonna say. Long but flowing hair. I know. Hispanic I'm, six pack. What? Definitely, first of all, definitely. I can see no, you. With I'm it. asking you, mm. you know, because sometimes men be asking questions that y'all really can't handle the answer to, and then every time you see somebody, we go somewhere and when you see somebody that meet that description, oh, you like niggas like that, huh? Hey, <laughs> purpose over personal. Look here, we potting today. I'm ready for it. Well, that's your type. Let you know, you talk about, about you talk about one like this. Hey, so look though, I'm probably gonna bring it up again, but. But it's all good. Like, you married me. We good. Tell me, what does he look like? So, I think my best way to describe Change him, my mind. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I'm just, <laughs> I'm joking, not playing. Come on. The best way to describe it is, like, using other people, right? Wait. Not people we know. <laughs> oh, I want... No. Uh, I'm going to be looking at bro completely different. You know Eric from the supermarket? Like, you know how his, his chest is? I'm going to punch him dead in his chest. I'm going to blow his chest out. How about that? No. So, All right, I'm sorry, it's not that. Um, so I think looks wise, like my type <laughs> was a terrible idea. <laughs> my type is like a um Trey songs. Uh-huh. Like, um but I also like a Justin Timberlake, if that makes sense. Pretty boys. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um low, low. <laughs> I feel weird you doing come, this, first of all. Nah, come on, we here now. We potting today. Um, definitely like brown skin. This uh-huh. is just looks, right? Yep. Just brown skin, tall. Um, not really muscular, because I've I think you've you've changed my mind, but we talking about Brandy over 30. Might be slim. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Tall, slim, athletic, um, no facial hair. <laughs> Everything opposite. I keep going. Young keep going. Yeah. Uh, he, a, he a little street. He a little, he a little thuggish. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I would. Um, I think by 30, I wanted him to have a job. But he's that, street. That but minded at 30. He's been more refined. Like yeah. he's been pulled out of street ways. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Um, but like, if he'd been to jail once or twice, like it's all right with you. She liked that. <laughs> Um, he's 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 aggressive, but like in a gentle way. Like, oh, that's kind of me. I, I tap into that a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, okay. Yeah. Right, but we're sure. not asking you to compare it. Sorry, yeah. I'm too late. I'm here. Go ahead, continue. Aggre- aggressive, no. little Okay. Um, yeah, he he got a lot of swag. Like, you know what I'm saying? He we'll known. He's like well known, mm-hmm. but in the like personality department or like just qualities. I want. Some, I would always have chose somebody that's like um that pampers me somebody okay. that it wants to provide for me and take care of me mm-hmm. somebody that's like a real like man's man like not not a not dog we're not having that why you look at her like that just like that's gonna come and step to anybody that try to like disrespect me yeah yeah like that kind all right is he kind of a jerk like, he's kind of got like a like a i wouldn't say he's a jerk eat. nah he's not a jerk okay he not Jerry. Not to you, but just kind of like, you know. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't think he's like egotistical. I heard I you describe all. that in one time you were talking about, you said you you there's a quality you like about guys. And I don't know if it was cocky was the word. Yeah. I do like cocky guys, but that cocky. doesn't mean they're, that they're jerks. Whew. All feel, right. Does that feel okay to you? Yeah. Oh, I definitely, he had he, some money. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
no kids. These these are things that thirty that I was like, I got kids, but like you can't have no kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's about it. All right. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Never Told Us. Make sure you fed us up. However, I I'm gonna say this. Mm-hmm. I've dated that guy yeah. at least six times. What's the name and social security number? First of all, it's multiple guys, but I'm saying just that guy. <laughs> like oh. I've dated him. I've I've had encounters with them mm-hmm. and it's never worked out because it's just not what I need. Like mm-hmm. I really felt like um we talked about this before, but back in high school, like we felt really opposite. Like kind of like that good guy, girl from the wrong side of the tracks type of thing. It's still kind of there a little and, bit. Right? Not eh. not girl from the wrong side. That's how I describe it. Yeah. But I'm definitely more like um you're more edgy. For sure. I think my brand is more like, hey, guys, you're more like, don't talk to me. (laughs) Brand is strong. But I mean, just like when people like people's idea of me, you know, weird. (laughs) Okay, yeah. I mean, I do. People think you see like as a friendly people person and I'm probably not that. That's all I'm saying. Well, no. Because when I tell people, like, I'm not really a people person, they be like, really? That's the people that you already interact with. We talking about the people who just sit, stand in the room with you, like, oh, you know. she's not friendly. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not going to go sweet. She look like she want to be talked to. But anyways, what I was getting at is I've yeah. dated that person time and time again, and it hasn't worked out for me. And it when we reconnected, it mm-hmm. wasn't, like, an intentional thing for me, like, I think some girls or some people, I won't even say girls, but some people have like when they get to a place where like, okay, this is not working for me. Yeah. I'm going to try something different. That wasn't a thought in my head like, oh, he different from what, you know what I'm saying? I I didn't even think about that. Most of that was like a physical type though. Yeah. Of course, like the street stuff, like, but most of that was just like a physical thing. Yeah. Like, I don't think our relationship is more beneficial because I'm more round than, like, your type. More round. Okay. (laughs) But I'm just saying, like. No. So, I think, like, core personality, obviously not the street stuff, but core personality. um, It's really, I I usually date funny guys. Like, you know, so it it is the same thing. But I, I think one of the things is that back then, looks really mattered to me. It was high. Like, not that you're. Ugly. I must say, so, so let's, let's do they be, not matter? Are, like, are we Faith Evans and Biggie? Be, like, no, was, let's be clear. I think you are very handsome. Okay, thank you. Struck um, my ego a little bit. Yeah, I just took a lot of punches right now. In that category. We're back. Ego restored. <laughs> no. I think you're handsome. So okay. that's not it. Um, for sure. But I'm just saying, like, those things would have mattered to me. Like, I don't think I would have dated a big boy back then. I, I wouldn't have. I know I wouldn't have. I feel like. Me and you talked in one of my big boy phases before. No. Yes. No. Yes. When we were like 19, when we reconnected. You were not You were not big. I was like 260. 250, 260, baby. Nah. And it didn't last. And not because of that. <laughs> you don't know. I do know. <laughs> I know. Mm-mm. No, but I, I mean, and I... Again, that's relative for sure. But I, I know that like that would have been a that would have been a thing for me. Like I would have been like, yeah. I mean, I mean, whatever. It just <laughs> I was gonna say something, but it's just not even worth it. All right, okay. <laughs> uh, do you want to know my type per se? I don't know. Maybe. Um. Uh, sure. Do Tell you me. want to? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Listen, 
I know whatever it is. It's I suck because I feel like the type I like is you, is and he. I'm like, <laughs> come on. Say no, it again. I do like I do like short girls. I do like short girls. Mm, I don't want to say that because I feel like that'll be taken out of context. I, it's hard. I, he likes submissive girls. Submissive? You like girls that like if I, I don't, if I if I tell you to do that, you're just gonna do it. No, and not at all. I'm never. I I literally have never had that issue, and I can't say. I followed a type per se, mm-hmm. a personality type, but I've never had that issue. Like I'm confident, you know what I mean? I'm a good communicator and I know how to be kind without being like, yes, dear. Like, no, I okay. Tell us what you like. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't look, don't turn down the street there without respond. No, because it was go ahead. Tell us what you like. Um, I so I'll start physically. I like short girls, I like petite. Um, I like, this is going to sound weird, but like big foreheads, like Tyra Bank forehead, mm. <laughs> I don't, but it's a special, t- like Rihanna, Tyra Banks. I don't know. It's like a pronounced, um, that's a weird quality. I don't even know why I landed there. Anyways, move forward, but it's a head shape that's attractive to me, whatever. Uh, <laughs> okay. Keep going. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this. All right. I like the um, one with the big forehead. <laughs> like if I had to line them up. Like Google her, Rihanna and look at her forehead. Her like it's like a, a little it, oblong shape. It's a it's a it's a look. Okay. Um <laughs> you like the receding hairline type look on your girl. No, not receding. <laughs> it's where it's supposed to be at, but it's a little, it's just, it's a little rounder normal. shape. Anyways, leave me alone. Okay. Um I like uh, I like legs, like thick thighs. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, like I'm a butt guy, so mm-hmm. butts are great. Um, I don't know how to do this. I think I'm going to hear. <laughs> I feel so awkward, and I don't even know why I turned down the street. So there it is. So how do your how do your preferences match up with your reality? You yes. You're short, petite. Your forehead's big. <laughs> You got a big forehead. I'm checking. Um, they match. It's I. I never put a lot of emphasis on that though. Mm-hmm. So even though like there are things that are naturally attractive to me, mm-hmm. it doesn't make or break anything because there's been plenty of girls I've talked to that don't look anything like that and don't meet any of that criteria. Never been with a tall girl. I don't know what that is about me. Like, don't look me eye to eye. <laughs> So I'm, this is, this I'm just not playing. where I wanted this conversation to go. I feel so silly. Let me uh, bring it in. Completely ignorant. No, nah, but, um, but I, I do feel like in terms of that, it matches up. Now, I will say I the things that I do put emphasis on mm-hmm. is more personality, temperament. I do go for more easygoing um, a like kind, like there's always like a wind of kindness. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, um, uh, yeah, like everything's real chill. I can't explain it. Like submissive isn't the word because I don't think I've ever dated someone that was just like, uh, whatever you like. You know, like I'm coming to America. <laughs> I've never had that, but um. There's definitely like a wind of like just 
girl next door vibes, I guess. Like, you know what I mean? I've all like based on how you've described past relationships to me. Mm -hmm. One of the things that like comes off is that you are like, uh, what's the word I want to do? This is going to sound this is going to sound worse than I mean. So don't say it. it. I'm tired of you saying things that sound worse. No, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't have another way to describe it. But like you're the superior one mentally. Like they look for you, look to you for guidance, look to you for direction, look to you for like advice. Uh, Yeah, no, (laughs) Um, look to you for advice. And I almost like you, you, you like being in that role. Um, and I see that come out sometimes in our in our dynamic because not that you're not like on my level mentally because I think you are. I think that's why we spar mentally very well. But like, well, you'll you'll say something, and if I have an opposite opinion of that, it's just like oh, you just don't listen. Like it's just like <laughs> you will land here. You just don't receive any type of feedback. I'm not talking about just un- so don't make it personal. I'm not just talking about just me like things about myself. I'm talking yeah. about just like. In general like just for instance in general yes i'm just like for instance you like you asked me um you don't feel safe with the back door open and i'm like with the back door unlocked and i was like well the back door is not unlocked all the time like it's you know oh, I was you caught so such irritated. an attitude because like i felt like it's you were like, trying to help me no but- i wasn't trying to help you i was just bringing up something that seems like just like general like not only just common sense but like hey yo like your house should be locked up when you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And it says, like, you're like, oh, yeah, you're right. I didn't know it was unlocked. It was just like, I mean, it usually is, except for when this happens or when this happens. Like, it wasn't just like, a, you know, like, I don't know. This, yeah, this I feel, is that's a, why I'm telling you that. I feel like you're good, like your past girl some don't have a lot of talk back. It's not talk back. It you is. just, no one can tell you anything. <laughs> there is one person in your life that I found who just has your ear completely. Two. They're related. More one than two. (laughs) They're related, (laughs) but... But other than that, and I mean, no, it... I don't think it has anything to do with... it. Go ahead. No, I don't know. I don't know how to talk around this in a way. You don't have to talk around it. Um, Yeah, nah, just can't nobody tell you nothing. It's difficult. Like, the smallest things, like, hey, yo, you should look both ways before cross street. I mean, I usually do. Just one time I didn't. And yeah, I hit my car. But I mean, what was the chance that that's going to happen a lot? Okay, dang. Never look across the street. <laughs> Have it your way, champ. Like, Yeah, okay. So that was like, a, that was just a recent example of that. But I, I feel like that does happen a lot. Where it it's does. Like, you're you're trying to give like advice or something. And I would like I, to be seen as a resource of like, because you're a resource to me. I, and I think you are a resource to me. I don't feel it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't feel it. <laughs> Most of the time when I say something to you, it's very rarely like, oh. But see, I think what you have to learn is that when I talk back to you, it's not that I disagree with you. I'm just offering either additional information or an alternate way to look at it. But it's not that I don't agree with you. But I think that, um, and this is not a negative towards you, but I just think that in the past, if you were to say something to someone and it's like law and they don't question it. That's not and, true. And <laughs> that is not yeah, the case. Yeah, okay. I mean, How you're in you... the relationship, so I don't know. Yeah, That's why I'm of course. Saying, okay. gotta even make but I'm just saying like the that. way that you present it to me sometimes makes it feel like, and I'm not talking about like what you 
telling them what to do. But like, if you were to say a fact about something that is a perceived, like it's just no question of whether it is a fact mm, or not. That's not true. <laughs> Again, I it's, wasn't there, but I'm just saying. I'm, it's more like in, I, this is an area I'm like utilized in most of my relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's not like um, when I say something, it's just perceived to be true or mm-hmm. valuable. Because mm-hmm. there's been plenty of stuff I said, it's like, eh, I don't agree with that. It's more so like even just encouraging things like, hey, look, you know, you can do this. You got to believe yourself. It's like, I, I don't know. Like, we're turning down shit that has nothing to do with our subject for the day. So we can't stay here. But at the end of the day, right, like in any relationship, your preferences are never going to be met at 100% accuracy. Yes. Like the things that you prefer, your perfect scenario will rarely, and I want to say never, mm-hmm. be met. Not 100%. Like I think that if there's one thing yeah. Or two things on the list of like you like these things have to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's okay. Like non-negotiable things. Yeah. Yeah. But then on the other hand, like if you're too stringent, if your list, if you're not willing to budge at all on your list, yeah. you will you'll always be disappointed. Like there are things that I, I've said this before that I didn't even know that I needed or wanted in a person. Until I got it. So it would have never been on my list. And if somebody came with that and I'm like, that's not on my list. He do what? Uh uh-uh. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And disqualified them. Like, I wouldn't be here. So I think it's okay to have a list. Yeah. But um, when do you when do you budge? Well, I think everybody, right? Like, y'all should, like, we should have a responsibility to go through our list and evaluate why something is there. Mm-hmm. Why do you want that? Why do you feel like you need that? Why can't you budge on this? And why is it important to you? Right? So, for instance, when I go through my list and I look at something that's important to me, if I can't pinpoint why it is, mm-hmm. then I need to go to the root of like, like even us, like take for us, like we, we've we chosen a route that's kind of put us in front of people. Mm-hmm. It's a platform. I mean, it ain't a big platform, but yeah. for the people that listen to us, you know, like our relationship is on display. There was a comment the other day that was like, man, y'all have something that like, I can't remember what the direct was, but like there's some, like some people share their whole lives for this. Mm-hmm. And if you're not careful, you could come listen to us on Tuesday, watch our YouTube and be like, oh, that's what I want. But you might not be great with a wrestle or a brandy might not ever fit in your life, right? That might not be for you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, not just in relationships, but in life in general, we get this disease to compare yes. lives and measure up yes. what we have based on what other people have. And that's a dangerous game. Like, I, I never want to be on a pedestal like that. And I pray this platform never becomes that to where if we go through something, it's like, mm, see, you know, like... Like uh, Megan and uh, what's uh, Megan Good and Devon, like yeah. 
they, what they went through, everybody was like, I don't know what to do with this book. Like, they could have been saying gold in a book, really good information, but because the relationship they work, it's like, I don't even want this. Yeah, that happens to a lot of celebrity couples, or, or just not even, maybe not even celebrity, but just public figures. Like, yeah. I think of, I can't think of what the guys, Ken and Liera or Diera or something like that. Mm-hmm. They were like really popping on YouTube. Yeah. They did vlogs and all this stuff. And then when they broke up, like, her comments were in shambles. Like, yeah. and it's like, she's a real person like mm-hmm. people start to idolize your relationship and yeah. then your their your reality becomes their preference right mm-hmm. and so they're like well he does this this and this and i see how it, it makes her feel and how she talks about it so then i need that and yeah. then you're com- what you're doing is you're completely um disregarding the things that you actually need as a person because yeah. you're not me like you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. having somebody that's like you it works because it's the things that i need mm-hmm. but if i put you in a relationship with somebody else that might not work because you're not what they need so if 100%. i'm looking for a russell everywhere that i go i get me a russell and i'm like oh they get this ain't what she said it was you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it's like yeah because it worked for me like don't take my reality and make it your preference you really have to come up with something for yourself that worked for you so look that that reminds me of what you said so let's go back a bit okay because we brought up earlier a time period in our relationship that we don't really talk about a lot right the beginning yeah the, I think the real beginning no, not that, because I okay. think most people know that we dated in middle school, we uh-huh. dated in high school, oh, that little, broke up that little period. after high school, <laughs> and then we came back together as adults. But they don't know about that, like, <laughs> that summer, <laughs> that summer of 05 or oh, whatever it was, yeah. that, you know, we attempted to mm-hmm. rekindle and reconnect. This is where... And I, I'm, I'm going to take the time to describe my experience here. And I want you to counteract that because I don't know what your perspective was during that time. Okay. And I don't know if we've ever done this. Well. Here we are. <laughs> so me and Brandy break up junior year of high school. Yes. Um, I don't have any memories of her senior year. <laughs> I'm sure we talked. I was out here wow. I'm sure we talked, but I don't really remember that. Um, but I can say for myself that I think we both just recognize that we, we will always like have this special place in each other's hearts. Like, like regardless of where I was at, like in my mind, I was like, that's like, that's Brandy. Now I wasn't messing with you after that little incident in junior, junior year. Pause. We'll get into it anyway. <laughs> but nah, nah, I got you. I got what you wrote on the back of my senior picture. Don't do that. You still, I still was bad. Don't do that. <laughs> but, um, Somewhere after my freshman year of college, I don't even know how, but we began to recommunicate and we got back in touch with each other when Why she that moved dag back. on my space. It was my space. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, she moved back in town. She's now a new mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and we began catching up, right? Trying to rekindle um, a situation. Our lives were extremely different than they were when we knew each other before, right? Can I say that I think that the extremes of what we felt, thought about each other when we were dating, like you're the good guy, the church we boy, just, like we were living out the extreme oh, for sure. of that yeah. image of each other. For sure. I had just, I was a young preacher. I just began preaching. <laughs> 
Um, I was super, um, I had a lot of zeal for it. Like mm-hmm. I was really on fire, right? Like you couldn't tell me nothing. And my convictions were strong. But I was all, I've always been crazy about this girl, right? So we start talking and we're rekindling things. You know what I mean? Like I'm feeling things that I shouldn't be feeling. Uh, we're on the precipice of doing things we shouldn't be doing. <laughs> and it was a lot of like conviction for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though I had all of these feelings for her, in my mind, I couldn't make sense of what a life with us looked like together with where I was at and where she was at at the time. Um, I think for me, so again, feeling like we were on the extreme of those things. So I was always a little rougher around the edges than you. You know, I smoked, I drank, I partied. You know what I'm saying? So when we reconnected, I was a new mom, but I was still mm-hmm. like living that life. Like I was still in the club. I was still drinking. I was still smoking. I was still dealing with the thugs and the, and the hustlers. Like, thugs and the trips. And the- you know what I'm saying? I was still um, I was still in an entanglement with um, a gentleman. I spit on this mic. <laughs> I didn't know that. Wait, when yes, we you did. That's what you. That's when you came oh, that's back. Right. You know, the oh, door yeah. and you was oh, like, that's right. Yo, that's like, yo, I can't mess with you. <laughs> you got these dudes banging down the door. <laughs> Brandy, open up the door <laughs> for real. So, um, <laughs> I think for me, none of that was in my mind. Like, mm. uh, oh, this wouldn't work. Um, I, I, <laughs> I'm gonna say this. Say it. Um. I think a lot of the reason why I I the door was open back up and I wanted to communicate with you is because I felt like we had unfinished business and we had gone we dated four years we hadn't had sex mm. we hadn't had really a physical relationship we grown now beyond <laughs> yeah I mean really beyond yeah. um facts uh kissing and. We was grown. I had a baby. Like, I in my mind, I figured you had already had sex. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was trying to see what it do. And I was like, <laughs> at the point where I was in my life, like, I had this dude who I was trying to break from. And I was trying to move on. But we had been, like I said, in an entanglement for a long time. Yeah. And it was just something that just kept continuing. And it felt like the opportunity to... One, see where we were as a, as adults. I mean, we were all of 20 years old, so we weren't really adults. I was an adult. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and to cross over from that kitty relationship to that adult relationship. Now, this is, this is the talk, because let You're me tell you, even you though, no, listen, even though I ain't trying to step on your preacher man back then when you was a minister, but you weren't like handling me like a minister. So I you talking about that, that one like, night? Stop. <laughs> we had had conversations before then, so I was like, you I'm know, still a young man. Like, look, <laughs> don't get it twisted. Oh, we gonna get it happen. <laughs> so um, I don't recall this. I do. Okay. I wish we go back finding MySpace transcripts. <laughs> Yo, you got me out here starting that. Yo, get out of here. Here you go trying to spin it. Oh, no, Lord. No, I'm not trying to spin it. But, you I mean, was, let's be honest. Like You was tempting me. It was, <laughs> whatever it was. I wasn't used to having the conversation. <laughs> whatever it was. it was the a, Church girls was boring. It was a huge part of our dynamic, right? So, I was like, yo, like, it might still be something there. Mm. But I think once we 
were in each other's presence. Like you were doing things that I just wasn't used to a guy doing. Like you were so nice and so gentle and so like caring and loving and like doting on me. Like you was carrying my baby in a baby carrier to my mama house. I'm like, that's not your baby. Why are you carrying him? Like you making it seem like I was like the way you said those things was like I was they were negative things. You bring you being nice. At the time it was. It was because it wasn't my preference. So pause. At the time, those qualities were not desirable. They weren't at all. What a world we live in. Like, it was, I remember, this is crazy how, like, talking about it is making these things come back to me. But yeah. when we pulled up, we were in a van. And we pulled yeah. up to my mom's <laughs> my mama, house. My mama van. And I had to drop my son off. Uh-huh. And you were like, no, I got it. You, like, unstrapping him and taking him out the carrier and carrying him up to the... Before that, I had dated one and a half dudes. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And none of them had any in you know interactions really with my with my son yeah so for you this like your first time meeting him mm-hmm. i've already caught you as a weird term but yeah. saw you praying for him now you're like really taking on this responsibility to like care for him just so you can go on a date with me it was like yeah he's still soft <laughs> <laughs> yo this hold on pause can i say that this so far is my favorite episode ever i don't know if it's as entertaining listening to it as it is being in it but this is hilarious i never knew so, all right go ahead it oh, was like this, that we careful we went on this date and then and then we went back to my house and we tried to do something, Yo, this, but taking my baby out the car. Yeah. But God was like, not with my son. Oh, and shoot. It didn't happen. And literally right after that, it just fell off. It fell off. It was like, nope. And, and for me, I ran back to what was comfortable and familiar. So the person that was trying to bust the door down, like so look, showing that let's, little let's edgy side and be like, no, nah, that's my girl. Who you in there with? <laughs> like, <laughs> This is, see, this is what I need That's right what here. That's what I need. This He's trying to carry my baby this in man here. This man borderline abusive. This is what I need right here. He care about me. He finna kick down my door. <laughs> can we, can I say something? Yes, absolutely. Because we glazed over this, right? So I'm not going to tell you all of our business, but there was a night particular. I think it was my birthday. It was the same night, yeah. We got really close to being intimate. hmm Really close. And that was the end of... Our um that chapter of our lives, yeah. right? And I thank God though because it it would have this never would have been. I couldn't have handled you back then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I knew who I was. I don't think I knew who how to handle you at that phase. I kind of I would have I would have I would have ruined you. I would have completely destroyed you. Nah, God would have rescued me. <laughs> God would have like delivered me. He would have split the Red Sea and got me out of Egypt. But um, yeah, nah, I'm I'm thankful that that wasn't the beginning of our relationship. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy though. Watch this, how it flipped, right? Yes. And when we came into our adulthood, when you meet me. I'm smoking, I'm drinking, I'm doing edibles. You know what I'm saying? You're super saved. I'm like, how, Sway? <laughs> I'm like, God, did this happen? I'm thinking we finna rekindle and get it popping again. Nah, uh-uh. Yeah. You're different. I think one thing, God, he always got a plan. He always working stuff out. But the journey back for yeah. you was, I hate to say easier, but easier than the conversion for me oh for sure you know i had some context yeah i was coming out of 
the wilderness, like for real, for real. (laughs) What's this guy thing all about? Let me check this out. (laughs) The rest of this stuff is just ghetto. (laughs) That's how I walked up in church, like, I guess. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So um, it was it was good. It was different. And my preferences had changed, right? Mm -hmm. Now I had seen I'd seen functioning relationships, like relationships that were bearing fruit, that were healthy, healthy, that were loving. You know, I had these examples. My mom had now been married for some time when we dated back then. My mom wasn't married. You know what Mm. I'm saying? So now I have examples in front of me of how things can go right instead of how can how they just go wrong. Mm. And my context had changed. Yeah, it was like, yo, I can be with somebody who like isn't a roughneck like who isn't you know what i'm saying like i see how you can still be a man and not exude these qualities because to me those qualities meant oh yeah he a man he a man man you know what i'm saying he 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 not no no punk yeah you know what i'm saying (laughs) he gonna go get his (laughs) there's there's like and i feel bad because i mean i'm never struggling in this area because i think I don't know how to say without sounding cocky or like an idiot, but I've always had an element of like cool. So even though I was like the good guy or however you want to mm-hmm. phrase it, mm-hmm. I never like struggled to meet girls and be in relationships yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but I feel bad for those guys who like struggle in this area because they're seen as are you the church boy or you yeah. this and you that and you're getting passed up for the dude who you like oh man i'm about to sound super soft but i remember what it's like to like really have feelings for somebody and you see them with somebody and it's like what what do you see in them yeah like i don't get it and that dude you talk about to this day i see him and it's still <laughs> I still I still give him a little side eye like yo because I I if it matters I look at him like that now too like well what yeah, you, was she thinking <laughs> <laughs> but you know honestly like this is the perfect example of how sometimes a miseducation or or a failed understanding of what we need as people mm-hmm. can create preferences for things that we really don't need and yeah, things that aren't healthy for all. us like and i ain't gonna lie to you like i liked girls that were like quote-unquote good but i still wanted a girl that had like a little edge to her you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying i think that's why i was so crazy about you i was like she different she got a little <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you yeah you know what i mean i still i still want there to be an element of excitement and a fun and you know, when you're not in a healthy place yourself, you'll never have a healthy vision for what you need. If yeah. you don't see you right, you'll never see relationships right. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? And I can honestly say that although I say, you know, my preference was this, this and this, like in those relationships, I always was looking for them to be kind to me, yeah. always looking for them to be loving to me, uh, hoping that that side would come out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it just never would because they weren't, they just weren't the right type of people for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not that they didn't have it in them, but it just wasn't coming out in the ways that I needed it. So I needed a man in my life, like a man's mm. man. And to me, that looked like 
this thing but the key elements of protecting and providing and nurturing and all those things they didn't exist in these people yeah you know what i'm saying so it took me going through a whole bunch of mess Mm -hmm. for me to see that like yo it's not like i definitely got into that it just ain't no it ain't no good man out here like it's not that it's not no good men out here. It's just that you just really picking the wrong ones. Like it's you, sis. Like you don't want you. Do, you really don't want the good ones. You like it's like yeah, you boring. No, but it was me. Like it wasn't the. Fa- it was just what I was going after. It was my yeah. the way my preferences were lined up. Like I was never gonna find a good man because my preferences were all screwed up. Like I was yeah. looking at very superficial things, and my idea of what a man was was so backwards yeah. that like. Of course, I wasn't gonna find it. I was finding little boys who didn't know how to be men either. Mm. You deep, you spin. So, how do you know? Like, how do you know when a preference is innocent? How do you know when a preference is like um, something that's okay and it's not something like the ones that you should hold mm-hmm. your guns to? Unfortunately, like I don't have a recipe for how to do it, mm-hmm. but I do know it's experience. Mm-hmm. Like, if you keep going after your preferences and it keep it still doesn't work. Change your preferences. Like, don't keep don't, don't keep to the like. No, I would this list. See, I, I compromised on that. No, like, it's not always everybody else. Sometimes it's you. Sometimes it's your list. Mm. Sometimes you have to reevaluate. Like you said, why is this on the list? Why do I need this? Yeah. Because once you get to a place where, like, I look at my list that I had before you, like when I was just joining the church and I had this idea that I was going craft the perfect man for me like i look at that and you do check off a lot of boxes on that list but when i look at the i'm like that's so dumb like why do you have that on there Mm. like because or or i was looking for things that i didn't even have in myself like you gotta have an 800 credit score check Check your preferences, boo. It's you. You don't even have that. Like, how am I requiring you something? You got preferences for stuff that yeah. you don't even match. How am I requiring something that I'm not even of myself? Like, definitely had 800 credits going in. Oh, man. Like, mm. Sorry, babe. <laughs> Knows how to apologize. Mm. We, I don't apologize. I don't. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. I'm with you. Well, I'm I didn't. You. I'm working on okay, that. I'm but you. you know what I'm saying? It's just an example of the things that I was looking for for someone was really like a reflection of myself. Like all the things that I was I was lacking, I was writing on paper and I was trying to find it somebody else. Mm. And when I that's always gonna lead me the wrong way. Like just because I don't have it, I don't need to look for somebody else to provide that for me. I need to have that in myself. Like those are the things that I need to work on within me. And then when I find somebody, if they have it, great. If not, I still got it. And it's not a deficit that I'm trying to get you to feel. Yeah. And moreover, like when you work on you, like when you become the best version of yourself, it makes the chances of your relationships of being successful a thousand times better because you can get the person who's everything on your list. If you not right, you're going to mess it up. It's not going to work. <laughs> like it's not going to work. You think that person, that amazing person with the six pack and they had your credit score is going to put up with your attitude. It's going to put up with the fact that you don't, you know what I mean? Like whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like we have to work on ourselves. We have to become the best versions of ourselves. And mm-hmm. I feel like if we put the same amount of emphasis on trying to find the best person for us, 
if we put that much emphasis on being the best person for someone else, mm-hmm. you have what you want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, honestly, real. like, if we put as much emphasis as we did on, like, finding this person as we did on being the person, mm-hmm. come on, man. Stop. Because, honestly, like, somebody looking for you, too. Like, yeah. somebody got a list. <laughs> and yeah. like, da, 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 da. And when you... When they find you, mm-hmm. they're matching you up to that list. And if you're slacking, if you there are areas in you that you know you are slacking in, yeah. like when they matching you up to their list, you you can kicked out the uh, pool too. Like, yeah. nope, she don't match. She don't match. That's why when I think I know that when we got together, it was easy for me to speak life into you because I had been doing that to myself. So the things that you needed to hear, I either had people who were pouring that into me or I was pouring that into myself so that my bucket was full in those areas. So when I saw like, Hey, there's a deficit there. Like I see, and I hate to say potential cause I never recommend dating somebody for potential, but I see you, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. see you. Put a pin in that. And I will. And <laughs> Like, I'm going to speak to that person that I see because I know that you see it, too. Yeah. And for whatever reason, you may not be choosing to walk in it. But, like, if I was broken and empty and, you know what I'm saying, and I'm looking for you to give me something and you ain't got it either. Like, we both just sitting there looking stupid. And I know that it wouldn't have worked. It hasn't. It didn't work in the past when we were like that. Yeah. I'm going to say this with a grain of salt because I'm still on the fence about it. But I've loosened up on, because I used to believe that too, that you shouldn't date potential. Mm-hmm. I've loosened up on that a lot. I say don't date potential because you can never convince somebody that they have potential that they don't see. Now, I, that's the fact. Yeah. If yeah. they don't see it. Right. But, and I hate to even reference this person because hearing him speak makes my skin crawl. Everything he stands for literally just bothers me. But there's an underlying theme to what he says that I think makes sense. But I think it gets buried under just Who? being unkind. Just say it. <laughs> you got to do a whole show. Let me just walk us there. Okay? But you dogging this person? <laughs> Kevin Samuels. Oh, uh-huh. So he talks so unkind and cruel and just just rude. So I think. It's hard to digest a lot of what he says, but there's a theme of really measuring what it is that you say you want with who you are right now. Yeah. Now, he does it in a cruel way. Mm-hmm. And some of the stuff don't make sense. I don't agree with everywhere he lands. But the idea that you got all these like grand ideas of what you need and what you prefer And let's break down who you are. Mm -hmm. And let's see if you're even in the ballpark of what it is you're aspiring for. So there's a sentiment there. I do think that in this day and age, right? And let me just talk to my sisters. By that, I mean African-American women. (laughs) Right? Say you have a preference and you want to be with a black man, which is noble. I don't see nothing wrong with it. Okay, boom. You already outnumber black men. In great number. Now, when you take on prison reform, the prison industry, now that number is even lessened because um, there's a crisis where there's a whole industry built on the imprisonment of black men. So now your number is completely sliced in half. Now you add into the fact that now black women are more educated and higher paid than black men in this country. 
So now if you have a preference for finances Mm -hmm. and you have a preference for education, you want somebody that's on your level, your number is cut in half even more, which just on numbers alone means that you, the great deal of women who have that preference will not get that. Mm -hmm. It's impossible for you to get all of those things. Mm -hmm. But this is where I reference back what I said in my last episode, where there's good men out there who have good hearts, good intentions and work hard and you can build a life with them, but they might not check off a box. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I I feel silly saying don't date for potential because you might just not date. <laughs> there's a lot of people going to say, I don't think there's anything wrong with just being single. But if you want to build a life with somebody, you have to be able to see potential in them and i mean i'm gonna say this and i'm walking on the ledge i love you there are things about you that i see in you that haven't come all the way to fruition yet Mm -hmm. i i am so happy with you i'm madly in love with you how dare i throw away this relationship because there's an area that doesn't you know what i mean even you with me Mm -hmm. my life where it's at in comparison to what my trajectory and my potential is, is far below that. But I think the problem, the difference in what I what I mean when I say don't date for potential, the, the difference in that is I'm not dating you because I believe that you can be somewhere. I'm happy with you where you are. Now, when we're going to grow, when we're going to go. So you're telling me if nothing changed. Yes. Career, life, where I work at, all of that. If I say, hey, this is where I want to be at. You're happy and content with that for for us. Yes. But but I know for you. No. But this is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. It's not that you don't have potential. It's that I'm not dating you for your potential. So when I say don't date for potential, what I mean is the person that you're looking at right now, you're dissatisfied with. But because you see something in them. You're, you choose to invest into dating them because of what you see in them. But they're completely happy with where they are and don't want it. And you're like, well, if I can get him and I can change him and I can mold him and I can get him to see where he can be, that's what I mean by dating for potential. It's for not sure. don't date people who don't have potential. It's just don't choose that person because you see them being somewhere else and you want to date them when they're that. There's a lot of factors, but there are a lot of scenarios like that where there were somebody who you had in your life, who people in your life was like, man, nah, that's don't do that. That's a dud that he ain't going to be nothing. I heard Tabitha Brown talking about this. Mm-hmm. Tabitha Brown, her husband chance. Everybody in her family said, do not be with him. He don't got this. He don't got that. Yeah. He's this, who he was at the time was a far cry from who she saw in him. Mm-hmm. Right. So had she listened to that, idea and don't get me wrong this isn't absolute right like when i say this point i'm speaking on isn't in contrary to yours because i don't think that you can date somebody solely on potential Mm -hmm. i'm saying that i'm rethinking that statement because i don't think it's absolute i think there are some scenarios where you can see potential in somebody and if that potential is backed up behind a heart and a posture and a pursuit for higher mm-hmm. then i think it's safe right like i, yeah, I think it's I safe think but we're saying two different things i don't think yeah. we have the I, i'm not arguing with you mm-hmm. i'm shedding more light on that statement because some people hear that and they say i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be with somebody just for potential because you gotta be this and you gotta be that no that's not what that means some people teach that mm-hmm. i just mm-hmm. there was um there was a pastor pastor ari vernon 
who used to do teachings on not dating for potential. And he was saying, yo, if you got a list, God's able to do the list. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. he recently backed off that he has a podcast and he talked about that. Mm-hmm. But I don't mean specifically about what you meant, but there are people who encourage you not to settle. And yeah. there's some areas that you're going to have to have to be, you're going to have to be malleable and you got to have yeah. some bend to you. I, so the, the words like preferences and settle, obviously they have different meanings, but to me, like, if I if I have a list and I choose to be relaxed on some of those things, that does not mean I'm settling. It just means that I'm flexible. <laughs> like I, just because you don't meet the financial th- picture that I had for the man that I thought I was going to be doesn't mean that I settled with you. Like just because you you choose to change because you, things become less important as you get to know a person that that's not settling to me. And when I say date somebody for potential, it's more of those people who are like picking men out, not men, I'm not going to single out just men, but picking people out of the gutter based on the fact that you, you believe that you can mold them into something greater. Like he got potential to be this, but he don't want to be that sis. So don't date him because because if he don't want that for himself, all the potential in the world that you see for this person is not going to matter. So for me, yes, I am completely happy and content with you where you are. If you are, I know that you have potential in you, but it doesn't make me love you any more or any less if you choose not to go after it. That's the difference. Like if I was like, yo, he got mad skills. He a rapper. He a preacher. Like he can talk real good. That's who I want. You not none of that now or famous in that, I should say right now. I'm I'm all that. But because I was looking at you and thinking of when you get there, then I'm going to be, you going to be all this. But then you, when we got together, you're like, you know what, baby, that stuff don't even matter to me no more. Now I'm disappointed because I'm dating you based on who I saw you being. That's not what I'm saying. I didn't think it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's you. what I'm saying. That's what I, I when I say don't date somebody um, based off of their potential, that's what I mean. And I think that's where it gets misconstrued is that because they have potential doesn't mean don't date them for the potential that you see in them. It's just don't set all your money on what they're not right now. Don't invest in dating them because you think they're going to be something else. The The idea is being content with where they are now and yeah. seeing the potential for where they can go. But you got to be content with where they are now. hundred percent. hundred percent. If you're not are content with who the person they are right now in your life, then you might be in a situation where you're in a relationship with somebody for an extended period of time. And there's still that person that you were dissatisfied with from jump. Yeah. From the very beginning. Yeah. Now I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. So I, I think this is good. I think this is good. I think some key takeaways for me, and I'm going to pass you up to this, so you tell me what are your takeaways. Key takeaways for me is it's good to have an idea of what you like. I don't think there's anything wrong with, like, Mm-mm. you know, liking certain qualities, liking certain features, a certain build or whatever. But you have to really take into account why you like what you like, why you want that. And if it's very important to you, why is that? Yeah. Right. And also knowing the origins of where that stuff comes from. Right. Like if you're getting your stuff from um, comparisons to other relationships and what other people got going on or who this person's with nine times out of 10, 
you trying to step into shoes that were never made for you. Yeah. You're trying to step into a suit that was never tailored for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What somebody else got going on might not work for you. So you got to really measure well when it comes to coming up with your measuring stick for what you want in a life partner, in a spouse, in a husband or a wife. Yeah, I think my just thing is just be open. Like, be open to new experiences, to new people, to new ideas, to new thoughts, all of that. Because when you are, you get to see, sometimes we put ourselves in a box, right? We're like, Mm -hmm. we only can be happy if we have these things around us. And it's so not true. Like, there's a a myriad of ways to be happy. Like, And there are people and places and things that you don't even know that you need in your life. And if you're not open to them, you'll never be able to receive that. Um, So, yeah, my advice is just or my takeaway or whatever you want to call it is just be open. Have your preferences. But if something comes your way that doesn't look or talk or sound like what you thought it was, be open to experiencing something new. Worked out for me. Yeah, build me back up. So now, now that I know I'm about to stroke your ego you, on this podcast, you done kicked it down. <laughs> you asked it. I, I didn't. I didn't kick anything down. You asked me to tell you what thirty year old Brandy wanted. Ooh. Thirty when you met me when I was what thirty five. 35-year-old Brandy, and in five years, listen, when you get closer to 40, the clarity just comes so clear. And I didn't even come into this with preferences. Mm-hmm. I was like, look, God, whatever you have for me, like, that's what now I you want. Have a list. I did have a list, but <laughs> I had let go of the list. You for know sure. what I'm saying? I wasn't uh, now matching people up to yeah. the list. I was literally content with staying single until God said, look, this your husband. I, had my, I even had a T-shirt. Unless, unless God sent you, I'm unavailable. You remember that? I ain't seen that shirt in a while. It ain't necessary it's no more. All right. You know what I'm saying? It's going to wild my life. I was trying to put myself out in the atmosphere. Okay. Like, listen, I, 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 I didn't want to. And when when you came, that's what the first thing that I did. Right? Mm. I took it to God. Like, I'm gonna pray about it, and I'm a. If he ain't supposed to be here, make him go away. Poof, be gone. Like, <laughs> I need him to leave. God, he's still here. <laughs> I'm starting to feel nah, things. You, you sure? <laughs> but for real. <coughs> so that, and then when I knew, okay, this is somebody that I'm supposed to be spending time with. Then I had the mind to go back to the list. And the really important stuff, you met all, you exceeded all of that. And then I was adding stuff like, mm, and he... And he, you know what I'm saying? So my list changed and it evolved. And instead of a list picking who I was going to be with, I let God do that. Ego restored. I'm good. Thank you, love. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm speaking um, love on all of y'all who want it. For those of you guys who are out here, like, you know what? Like, I'm ready. I'm at that point in my life where, like, I just want to do life with somebody. I'm praying for y'all and I'm speaking that for you this year. And for those of you guys who are already in relationships, I'm I'm speaking that they thrive and that you're in a season of like happiness and it's lit. Y'all having fun for the married folks. Y'all being nasty like y'all ain't never been nasty before. <laughs> and it's just bomb, right? Like I'm really speaking out all of y'all, man. And I believe it. Like I'm a believer now. And 
I'm happy that I'm finna step into that season. My daggone self. So how far are we are away? What's the, the official countdown has begun? If you didn't it's know, like twenty something days, twenty some days. So her last name change. You know what I'm saying? Y'all see us on here with some jewelry and whatnot. So <laughs> now I'm excited. It's gonna be lit. We keep talking about the honeymoon and all that and all our plans. So it's gonna be fun. Hmm? All right, Joel. <laughs> I just did all that. And you're just like, okay. Listen. <laughs> nah, but they yeah. You see by the smile on my face, all my feelings. I need to say nothing. <laughs> that it up. As always, we'll be back tomorrow for the live. Um, what else we got going on? Are we that we're announcing the winner? Yes. The, the well, we'd have already done that, right? Yeah, that's tomorrow. That's like <laughs> okay, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You'd be confusing. So me. <laughs> we're giving away some merch. Um, by the time we you're in this, we've already it given it away. Um, but we'll be doing more of that stuff. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to be entered in an opportunity to win some what they never told us merch, I'm just gonna say this. We're just gonna keep it rolling. The way you enter is by writing a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm interjecting some new rules. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even really? clear this with him, so this is just off. You, we want you guys to write a review on Apple Podcasts. However, try your darndest to become a top fan on Facebook because that is also a great way. Some people can't write reviews on Apple Podcasts, so everyone can sharing Um, our stuff, commenting on our stuff, all of that. Is also ways that you can show support and that you sh- can enter. So we're we're I, we are giving away things for the um, reviews, but we also want to acknowledge our top fans. So support that. And I, I don't know how you become a top fan. I think it's just by engagement, and mm-hmm. I think that's built up over time. So that might be a process. The quickest way to do that, Google. If you don't know how to do it, go to Google and type in. How to write a review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Even if you don't have an iPhone, you can do it from your web browser and you can go to the search bar, type in what they never told us. There's only two podcasts in the world with that name. It'll bring us both up. We're on the cover. Write a review. Let us know what you think about the podcast. It'll put you in the in uh in 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 the drawing. In the drawing. There we go. There's the word. Put you in the drawing to win some What They Never Told Us merch. Um, And, yeah, we appreciate you guys. Y'all keep us going. Um, The numbers are great. We're doing great right now. And God is good. God is good. Season of the double up. Season of the double up. (laughs) As always, we love love. Y'all should love love, too. Peace. Peace.